Hello and welcome to the Cloaked Fairy Podcast. This is your host, RJ. Let's dive right in, shall we? So who is the Cloaked Fairy? Well, me, of course, obviously. But maybe you're wondering, why the Cloaked Fairy? Why did I choose that name? Today we're going to get into that a little bit more. I've always loved the idea of fairies living alongside humans. Some like to say that fae live in a parallel space to ours, over in fae, beyond the veil. But I like to think of them as hiding in plain sight with things like glamours or disguises. Myself being queer, I've always felt a little out of place trying to be a normal human, or at least normal in our American sense of being cisgendered and heterosexual. Being a fairy seems honestly more fitting. I always thought of fae being nature-oriented, less worried about gender norms, more worried about caring for the earth. Tending to the seasonal changes and the colors in the sky at sunset and sunrise. Whether you claim it to be a god who does that, or water particles in the air reflecting the sun in waves of visible light, you have to admit there's magic at work in nature. And how dare we restrict nature to our limited understanding of biology? There's more than just female and male, and nature plenty, but also in other cultures around the world currently. From the Mahu and Hawaiian and Tahitian cultures to two-spirit people who perform special roles in some indigenous North American tribes. Non-binary identities exist all around and are as numerous in types and styles as the Fae are in theirs and we'll dive more into culture-specific and biodiversity in later episodes. Cloaked in that I have had to hide my real self to blend in a lot. I feel like that's what the Fae have done, seeing how the humans harm each other over our own differences, skin tone, sexuality, gender. A lot of us hide because we don't feel safe letting ourselves be known for fear of scrutinies or downright bullying. I have come out in a sense to most of the people who know me. I remember most fondly, though, coming out to my mom. It was in a letter, or rather an email, but she always understood my written communication, uh, being able to write better than I could talk. So I let down my cloak, came out as genderqueer, and explained a little bit of what that meant to me at the time. And she had some questions. She wanted to know what it was going to look like out on the outside, and more importantly, was I happy? I told her the outside would change and fluctuate from times. At times I would dress in guys' clothes, and times I would dress in girls' clothes. She didn't really seem to mind too much. I told her I might, and then did change my name. Uh, I took on a name that was part of the name that she had given me. And uh, yeah, for the first time in my life, I was really happy, especially when she accepted me for all of it. Still, though, there are times when the hooded cloak feels really safe, and you're not sure if you can come out or be yourself around certain people. 
Sometimes there are just people who want to debate differences and which one must be right instead of letting differences be celebrated as all acceptable and parts of who we can be. It's hard to let down the hood when a lot of people have tried to force you into one role or another or one box or another. You're always kind of afraid that they're going to do it again. And sometimes the cloak is just so warm and inviting for your journey into the wilderness, especially if you can nag one of them with pockets. The cloak can be a security blanket more than anything, a warmth that can comfort when you're testing out letting your guys down, or even a warmth to share to somebody else who needs it. So the cloaked fairy persona lives in between a lot of ideas and outside of a lot of norms. Sometimes falling in the shadows to stay safe, but always seeking the light of hope that drives out the shadows in the first place. But wherever you are in the shadows or having guiding light of your own, meet me here in this podcast and we'll share some time of camaraderie. Thanks for tuning in. This episode was really personal for me and I really appreciate you listening. For future episodes, I'm planning on following a two-week schedule, hoping to release every other Wednesday, hoping to keep the episodes between 5 and 15 minutes long so that you can listen on a short walk while doing some art or cooking, or even just sitting quietly. I hope that however you listen, you get something out of this to take with you. My wish for you now is that wherever you are on your path, may you find something Mormon to believe in. Catch you later.